Welcome back to episode three of... Now there's an idea. Oh, it honestly gets better every time. <laughs> I've been practicing in the shower. I don't know if you've heard me. I did wonder what you were doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we were planning before this episode to try mocha pops, weren't we? Yes. Don't know if anyone's noticed there's a quarantine on. So we haven't managed to get to the shop yet to buy any cocoa pops. But rest assured... We will do this for you, dear listeners. And we will give you the best recipe for mocha pops ever. Ever. And maybe even some other coffee-related recipes. Oh, I was going to try a boozy Dalgona coffee. I might do Dalgona, that tonight. Dalgona, is that what, what it is? I think it's called Dalgona. I'm not sure. Yeah. I thought it was Delgado or something, but I might have made that up. Isn't that the surname of Manny in Modern Family? Probably. Manny Delgato. What, um, what is that again? Dalgona coffee? Yeah, yeah. It's, oh, you want the recipe on yeah. the podcast? Okay. I mean, it's sweeping the internet, so you will find it if you just type <laughs> No one's in. got anything better to do. No. <laughs> it's two tablespoons of hot water, two tablespoons of coffee, two tablespoons of sugar, whisk it till it's really frothy, and then pour it over cold milk. It's delicious. You're a big fan, aren't you? I am a fan. And I was also thinking about maybe adding little shot of vodka an alcoholic element and having it in the afternoon or yes. evening <laughs> i mean it's quarantine you can have it whenever you want time does not exist anymore yeah i was thinking maybe put some kalua in the frothy mixture mm. maybe... so it's like a del delgono martini did i get that wrong yeah but it's fine yeah yeah a boozy could frothy do it in the martini. martini glasses as well and we could sprinkle it with mocha pops. That would actually be very nice. A little bit of crunch at the end. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm looking forward to that as well. <laughs> I was also wondering if we have any particularly creative listeners, I would love to see some concept art of Marty the Sloth because I haven't stopped mm. thinking about him. Box art. Cereal box. What yeah. does the cereal box look like? Yeah. And maybe even the advert. If someone wants to animate that. <laughs> with him racing a cheetah. <laughs> and, and a theme tune. Writing his book. I mean, you're cool. the theme tune expert. We all well, know this. Well, I mean, sometimes you've got to you know, give someone else a chance. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, if anyone is interested in sending us some concept art for Marty the Sloth, we have an email, which is ntaipodcast at gmail.com. And this is big news. This is an announcement. We also have an Instagram. Matt's looking at me very blankly because he does not have Instagram nor really understand what it is. but. It's big news. This is this is huge. We've got two followers. One of them mm. is me, but I imagine all three of our listeners have probably found us on Instagram, right? Through are the way you that including Elon Musk in that list? Well, uh, I actually he's a personal friend, so mm. we don't need Instagram to stay in touch. <laughs> yeah, I think. What's most... the Instagram? Just the same as the email. I yeah. Now there's an idea. No wait. Ntai. Podcast. Podcast at Instagram. Yes, I believe. <laughs> no, that's not how Instagram works. I think the username is just NTAI Podcast. Yeah. And got... is that a thing where you need verified ticks and stuff? Is it, or is that Twitter? Uh, Instagram has verified ticks, okay. yeah. How oh, do we do that? How do we get I, on that? I don't think we're going to make it that big. Okay. We woke up this morning having had 15 listens and uh, I don't know. I just... Has your life changed being famous? Do you think anything's different? Um, I feel the pressures you okay. know, of having fans. Yeah. I feel like I have a responsibility to them now. Yeah, to be too. The, 
to just be the best I can be. Yeah. I feel a responsibility to wear concealer under my eyes more often and wash mm. my hair. That's it though. Nothing and take more photos change. of my food. Ah, you yeah. did do that. Yeah. Took a picture of your burger. You never yeah, take show it to the lads. Wow. <laughs> this is pure burger millennial bros. content now, isn't burger it? Burger bros. Burger like, bros. Not lab bible, but you know. Burger bros. Burger bros. That just that just came to me. Wow. That's a free one today. Oh, talking of free ones, I actually have an honourable mention before we even... Yes, because this in. show isn't about just ramblings. It has... Believe there's a reason to not. it. <laughs> and that is to create ideas and share them. Yeah, so this is someone else's idea that I've seen. We eat a lot of spring onions. I love spring onions. We put them in salads all the time, but we go through them pretty quickly. So I found on the internet the other day that if you cut a spring onion an inch or so above the roots and then put the roots in a glass of water. The white you can bit eat, at the end. Yeah, you can eat the rest of it, but keep the roots, put them in the water. They'll sprout back. This is amazing. This is changing my life. I will, hey, I will post a picture of it on Instagram. <laughs> just to Where show. you can like and follow and do all those other things that people do socially on the internet. Because mm, we can't socialise like normal human beings anymore. <laughs> but yeah, so there's, there's a free one for you. Another free one. Put your spring onions in water and have new spring. You may never need to buy spring onions ever again. If everyone did that, though, would there be a, would they stop making so many spring onions and then there'd be a shortage and then there'd be like a global spring onion crisis? Would there, though, if everyone at home has a little pot of spring onions regrowing? Crisis solved. Crisis averted. Crisis (laughs) solved itself with a crisis. Shall we? Yes, we should go on to topic number one. And it's also food related. Perhaps this should be a thing. Perhaps every first idea on this podcast should be food related because the last two have also been food related. I will never let pre-buttered crackers die. I've had messages already telling me it's a great idea. So I haven't seen those messages. They exist, I promise. First idea. Everyone these days has been subscribing to food subscription boxes. You know, you've got your Hello Freshes of the world, you've got your Gustos, you've got your Mindful Chefs. Other and brands others. are available. I can't think of any others, but there are others. We've tried some. We well, like Morrison's, them. they're starting to do one. They, they do a food oh, box. They do, do one. Yeah. So there's lots of different food subscription services. However, they only provide you with a main meal. I would love to see a food subscription box that either, I mean, this idea has literally just come to me, a breakfast subscription box which would be great, Mm. and a pudding recipe box. Because puddings can be so easy. And all they'd need to do, you know, if if you're making an eater mess, they just give you some little meringue nests and some cream and some fresh berries. They put perishable items in the boxes anyway, so why can't they extend to sweet things? And it would be just a portion worth. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So you you make your your meal, say, let's say your gusto meal, and then you also make your gusto pudding. Mm from scratch and then you learn another new skill i I would really like this i went for a phase of trying to make healthy desserts with poached pears and uh, homemade apple pies and stuff Uh, i got bored pretty quick because i had to do a lot of research i'm not that way inclined i I am more so for cooking meals but puddings not so much so this would uh help me get a catalog of puddings Mm. that i can always just jump to even when i'm ordering it in and who doesn't like puddings, really? Exactly. And what was the one I made for you the other day? I, we had some apples left over and some biscuits. 
So I just crushed up the biscuits with some butter and made like a like Crumbly. a crumble base. Yeah. Yeah. And then I just steamed some apples cut up with cinnamon and put them on top. And it was sort of a makeshift. So you don't really need apple this crumble. then. This is for well, someone else. <laughs> this I, is for those I'm people a... out there that don't want to have to think. Yeah, precisely. I'm a baker anyway. I love baking, but I'm not so good with cooking. So I enjoy those recipe kits because I learn new ways of cooking mm. and using new ingredients and spices yeah. and stuff. Whereas you're the other way around. You already enjoy cooking, but you don't like baking because you, you know, it's a lot of research you have to do. It seems you. like it's more science than, <laughs> than cooking. Cooking is like, you just kind of throw it all together. And if it but tastes flavor, bad, you don't do it? that again. Yeah. Uh, whereas baking is like, you, you, it feels like you can mess it up easier. Yeah. But that could just be a lie I've told myself. Perhaps, although I don't think you're wrong. I've spent the last three days researching sourdough mm. and that is far Advanced more involved than I thought. <laughs> so yeah, pudding recipes for subscription boxes. Oh, let's circle back as well to the breakfast one because that mm. came to me. I think me. that's more important. Oh, I think so as well. <laughs> you know, you could get your... Most important smashed, meal of the day. Exactly. You could get your smashed avocado on toast recipes or, mm. you know, a full fry up recipe or... A fancy and you don't new have to buy oats. like 12 to 24 rashes of bacon. You mm. just get the four that you want. Precisely. In the, in the you get a little box with four rashes of bacon, a few sausages, a couple of hash browns, a little portion of mushrooms and mm. beans. Because or if we... you want to go for the smoked salmon bagel. Oh, there you go. There's yeah. another one. Yeah. Or, or um, the eggs benedict. Oh, I love eggs benedict. But that is such a treat. That is such an indulgence that I wouldn't want to buy. Yeah. All of the ingredients a needed for one. Hollandaise. <laughs> You'd make your own Hollandaise, baby. <laughs> no, I don't know about that. Well, yeah, even if you bought Hollandaise, there would be stuff left over. And, and then do you want Hollandaise every day for a week? Yeah. That seems excessive. So, yeah, you'd, just You'd a start portion. putting it in sandwiches and in a, having a Hollandaise curry and you'd have to oh, use it up. Oh, no. You? That sounds horrendous. Apple crumble. <laughs> Hollandaise. Because <laughs> you ran out of custard. <laughs> That would be horrible. Yeah. So that's my idea. What do you think? I uh, think this needs to happen immediately. <laughs> Maybe we should be reaching out. I feel like companies like that these days. You know? Yeah. And they're like, like, this guy thinks he can run my business, making me do eggs, a box of <laughs> eggs. eggs. Perhaps we should um, reach out to your close personal friend, Elon Musk, and see if he has any contacts. In uh, he's a busy guy. So, yeah, sending stuff to space. Mm. Yeah, he barely has time to listen to this podcast. I mean, he makes an effort though. Mm. Mm. Are we going to get in trouble for this? <laughs> <laughs> I think swiftly moving on from that because we may get into trouble. Pudding recipes doable, doable should already be done. Ding, ding, ding. Topic number two. Mm-hmm. Uh, now it is isn't ex- as exciting as innovating uh, an interesting industry like meal box plans. But there is an element of it that will bring us closer together. Oh, Like the love of food, this idea is for the community or cross-community, if you will. Excellent. King of Segway. I never see them coming. And then you just, wow. I mean, that one was a a bit of a journey. But our second idea is Google Accent Translator. Now, we've all heard of Google Translator. Doesn't even have to be Google, just an well, accent translator. I think they would probably be be the first to be able mm. to get this done. Yeah, I think this is a bit tougher than language translator. 
because you, you're I talking agree. about collo- colloquial colloquialism. Colloquial. <laughs> Colloquialisms. Mm. Um, uh, what's the one? Idioms. Idiom. Yeah, idioms. So that'd be tough. I, I personally love this idea, and I would use it every time I see John. John, John is from up north. John is a lovely man. John is my nan's husband. My nan has now sadly passed away, but John is still very much involved in our family. He is from Hinkley or Inkler in Leicester, maybe. For about the first five years that I knew him, I couldn't really understand him. And in fact, one of the ver- one of the very first times that I met him, I think I was about ten. He asked me if I'd like some orky porky, and I was scared and offended until my <laughs> nan told me it meant ice cream so <laughs> the accent translator would be incredibly helpful i imagine there are a lot more phrases like that between just even southern and northern england let mm. alone other countries yeah when i was at university i mean this was a long time ago but i once said that something was minging and nobody knew what that meant and i felt i felt very foreign all of a sudden i was only in london yeah. Minging. Apparently, right. that's not that's not a countrywide term. Means I would disgusting. like to, to. I would like to know who invented all these little words. Like, when was the first mm. time it was used? How did it grow? How far did it go? Do you reckon there's anyone in America that says minging because Should they've we... met someone, you know, six degrees of Kevin Bacon? <laughs> Shall we have next to the Sandwich Museum a words <laughs> museum and what is it Eti- etymology museum? Yeah. But like <gasps> colloquial etymology. Oh my goodness! We could link the two museums with a pathway dedicated to Kevin Bacon coming out of the Chibeo exhibition into the Kevin Bacon exhibition, and then into okay, the word because of, of, of bacon. Yes, bacon. We should call is it the key. Six the corridor of, of segways. <laughs> you should have to ride a segway. Okay, just mm. six feet though. Yeah, that's it. Six feet of. Segway. Six feet of Segway. Is that the name of I've never this a episode? I've never. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to write that down. Six feet of Segway. Well, I've never ridden a Segway. We and should ride Segway. When I say that, people are shocked. But I think, how, how often do people own Segways? Or, mm. you know, uh, I think there's one in Leeds Castle. It's the nearest yes, that's place, the one but, I did. Yeah. So why have so many people ridden Segways? Um, to me, they are pointless. But they're so fun. They are fun. Are they dangerous? Yes, I nearly saw a man lose his legs on one. Lose his legs? <laughs> well, Did we, he segue into a meat grinder? No, he. we are warned, or we were warned, that if you fall off them and it leans forward, it will keep going, I think. I'm not quite sure you how he did it. Chop your legs off. Well, he, he was sort of going up a hill and he fell off backwards, but the segue kept going and as he fell... Are you he tied sort of, to it? No, no, no. He pulled it sideways, I think. And then it was spinning round on the floor and it took his legs out from underneath him. Oh, uh, not off, just it made yeah. him fall over, but okay. it was still spinning. <laughs> you just wanted to dramatize it a little bit. Yeah. No, I get you. It looked scary, okay? Yeah. But they are fun. Yeah. Uh, we should go segueing. I, I, I still see no need. Until someone shows me a legitimate reason to drive a segway. Do you drive pilot? Ride? Ride? Yeah. Did you know that the inventor of the Segway died on a Segway? Uh, I, I think I heard that. But also, what better way to market the invention that you've come up with, your, life, your life's work, than to die on it 
or with it or for is some that reason good marketing although i suppose all marketing is good marketing technically but is it well i think it's the best how because one it's filled with irony okay and, yeah and people are yeah, still talking about it. exactly yeah it worked and people love irony uh two it's it's funny so people will share it <laughs> is it funny though well, he, I, I mean, an ironic died. way yeah yeah but i don't even know if it's true oh, it's probably not true but yeah in that case it is the best marketing because okay. he's still making money from that. Ah. Yeah. I reckon, it, I reckon he faked it. But we'll come to that in our conspiracy podcast. <laughs> we should Check that out in a few years. <laughs> <laughs> We've been watching too much Gaia. <laughs> so, should we circle back to Google Accent Translate? Yes, I'm not I clear how we got to segues. So, are you saying then it's an app like Google Translate that you have open and as you're talking to someone who's from a different region but still speaking your language? Mm. It's listening. Yeah. Does it say it out loud or you just have to read it off the yeah, screen? Yeah, so you know those little um, devices you can get where, you know, you you go to a shop in France and you say, I would like one croissant, please. And then the machine goes, Je voudrais un croissant, s'il vous plaît. And then the French person goes, oh, oui. Mm. And then they say that into the device and then it comes back and says, ah, oh, yes. So you, you'd have someone say, two scoops of okie pokey. And it'd it'd say, two scoops of ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think so. Oh, here's another idea for it. Wow, we are just throwing them out today. Yeah, for for this though. Oh, okay. um, You know how with sat-navs you can download celebrity voices? Mm. Famous celebrities from those regions. So maybe there's like a Sean Bean one. And oh my goodness, imagine hearing all Scottish phrases in a David Tennant accent. Oh, oh, maybe um, fellow podcasters, Chris and Rosie Ramsey, could do Geordie. It'd be mm. brilliant. I'm just, I'm just thinking, though, that's a, lot of, that's a lot of recording time. We don't have to do it. I know, but... We're giving the idea away. Someone else has to worry okay. about that. <laughs> now I feel fine with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe there's a Danny Dyer one as well, so... <laughs> when you're speaking to someone uh, from... Yeah, so is he like... Um, what do they call that? Cockney? So, yeah, Cockney, but... Yeah, it's Cockney. Cockney rhyming saying stuff mm. like that. No one speaks that anymore, but you could if with this thing. Exactly. You'd learn it all. And, yeah. yeah. Bring back Cockney rhyming slang. I'm going to climb the stairs. <laughs> I'm going to climb the apples on the <laughs> Still in a posh accent. Yeah. Oh, well. I, I can't really do a Danny Dyer Pick up the dog and bone and climb the apples and pears. That's bone the only, and stairs. The only uh, Cockney rhyming slang I know. Yeah, I don't think I know anymore either. But yeah, do we do we think that's doable? Yeah, why not? Ding ding. Someone should do it. Idea number three, boshing through them today. This one is for you, Mr. Matthew. You need this. Bad uncle. So it's that's an app. That's exactly what you are. It's <laughs> but with but with this app, maybe not so much. Now I don't have the skills to create an app. Someone <laughs> out there might do. And this could be a good First try, because it sounds simple. It's just really... Give me the elevator pitch. Yeah, so the elevator pitch is an organisation app for uncles that need a bit of help remembering that they have families. <laughs> but, so, but what about those families? I'm thinking names, uh, birthdays. Birthday. So uh, we all need apps that tell us what to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have one that tells you when to drink water. 
I am. And you still ignore it. I You're do. such a rebel. It winds <laughs> me up now. I, I curse at it every time it appears on my screen, even though I downloaded it. Because that's just the way we are. Millennials, yeah. I guess you could Precisely. say. Hashtag millennials. <laughs> but I have five nieces and nephews, not five of each. They total five. <laughs> and we're at that age where friends are going to start having babies. One of them might have had a baby yesterday. Yeah. Shout out to Chris. Um, but I can barely remember my birthday let alone other people's birthdays five other birthdays so the app will basically be a place where you can input little profiles Mm -hmm. so you put the name in uh you put their favorite color in um yeah you put like their favorite toys yeah favorite toys things i like power rangers yeah yeah and i mean that that will develop that you every time you hear something you gotta remember to put it in that's a great idea this is what i do for you for birthdays if i ever hear you say you like something i'll put it in a little note and say oh here you go yeah so wouldn't you like an app for that i mean it doesn't have to be for bad uncles it's just that's usually the stuff you forget right because Mm. when you're 30 and you see your nephews and nieces who are all between two and seven Mm. Uh, you see them once a month well this is the other thing when you don't have kids of your own it's really difficult to guess the ages of Mm. other people's children and if you're not keeping track that kid could go from two to seven they grow up so fast they do grow up so fast (laughs) but buying a present for a two-year-old is very different to buying a present for a five-year-old because five-year-olds have personality Mm. (laughs) (laughs) I don't, I don't well, I really know what ages are. I was thinking more that maybe five-year-olds could uh, they can read. reading, yeah, yeah whereas yeah. a two-year-old would not. They have probably... more skills, more interests. They're developed. Yeah. So you can create profiles for kids if you want to. You can do it for, for other people, parents, mm. uh, girlfriend, even that might be like you said about gifts for me. You write them down. Mm. That's probably something guys should do. Maybe it's just a, a family and friends thing. Yeah, then. but we it's were, called bad uncle because yeah. that's kind of like. Well, we thought about it while we were Christmas shopping for your nieces and nephews and you couldn't yeah. remember how old anyone was or what and they liked. And I basically just asked my mum, I say, what, what do they want? Just tell me what they want and I'll buy it. Uh, so so um, thoughtful. I know. Hopefully they're not listening. It will spoil the magic. How about then, for instance, we bought a lot of Lego over Christmas. Um, also, actually, you've just made me think, we don't want to rebuy the same present. Ah, okay. Yeah, they're into Lego. So you track it. Yeah, you take a little picture, you chuck it onto their profile. Perhaps you can have like a forum element of other users. Mm. And so you, you can, can say, yeah, I bought this kid Lego last year. They're kind of growing up. Oh, okay. Actually, here's a better idea. I have a niece who is a bit of a tomboy. She doesn't like classic girly things. She's nine or ten now, I think. She did love Harry Potter. Don't know whether she still loves Harry Potter. But she's quite difficult to buy for. I think I bought her face paints last last time because she likes making a mess. <laughs> so perhaps you could put it out to the forum and say, 10-year-old girl, tomboy, likes Harry Potter and face paints. What shall I buy her? And people can make suggestions of things that they've bought their nieces and nephews. Yeah. And if that doesn't work, the forum, mm-hmm. maybe there's a sort of AI element. Okay. Where it looks at your profile that you've sort of added keywords mm-hmm. and it suggests gifts okay like facebook ads maybe you can add in um cost as well you can say i want to spend 20 pounds each on these nieces and nephews and it can give you suggestions for and if other people in the forum have added what they bought that goes into the machine Mm -hmm. spits out more ideas oh okay so it collects information and makes a bit of an algorithm yeah i like it especially if you add more information to their profile obviously we wouldn't want to get too 
far into adding information. Yeah, Data Protection Act. Yeah, yeah. So maybe no names, yeah, no pictures be, yeah. of the kids. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, the, the rest of it sounds great. Yeah. The algorithm, the forum, and track the presence. Maybe you could also use it for um, tomorrow is Henry's first day of school, and then you can remember to wish them luck. Yeah, because it knows from the age and roughly when school starts it can yeah or you or you could input it yeah and it, and presumably it will sync to the calendar on your phone or your device but that would make it a lot easier so yeah. much easier if people use their calendars other people do yeah, for jobs I use and my stuff and yeah we do for uh meeting up with friends and that mm. so that would be helpful doable yes it requires coding <laughs> Yeah, we're not going to bother doing that. <laughs> That's someone else's <laughs> job. <laughs> but I'll probably use it if it's made. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I think you probably need it. I think you might be the number one user well, on it. Well, I have a girlfriend to remind me, so. Okay, doable. Ding, ding. Doable. Love it. Um, talking of family, here you go. This is my turn to segue. Ooh. Uh, we had a quiz the other day, didn't we? Mm. With your family. Yes. And your brother... Shout out to Ash. Is a little bit obsessed with a TV show called Devs right now. Shout out to Devs. Haven't seen it. Uh, probably won't see it, but Ash loves it. I don't know if it's anything to do with quantum physics, but somehow we got onto the topic of quantum physics and also magic. So this week's band name of the week is... Quantum Wizard. Love it. Quantum Wizard. Or Quantum Wizards. Okay, yeah, if there's more. Yeah, yeah okay. I guess if, if you're a solo artist, it should maybe just be Quantum, Quantum and the Wizards. Quantum and the Wizards. <laughs> yeah, there's, you, there's millions of variations. Mm. Feel free. And I'm thinking maybe cover art can be like a wizard hat made out of binary numbers or like symbols from the Matrix or like, I don't really know much about quantum physics. Maybe, maybe there's quarks. Is that quantum? Mm, yeah. Quarks, yeah. Maybe the first album can be called Charm and Strange. They are quarks. They are quarks. Oh, Do we wow. know things? There we go. <laughs> I'm thinking, though, this sounds like Quantum Wizards or mm -hmm. Quantum Wizard. Sounds like an experimental lo-fi electronic synth, synth yeah. hip-hop sort of jam. Something that is, different. That's a lot of genres yeah, we're but covering there. It's, it, quantum is complicated, isn't it? I wouldn't know. I've never bothered to look into it. I haven't either because it's complicated. But I complicated. have seen Ant-Man. That counts. <laughs> Qualified. Quantum Wizards, yeah. Mm. Lo-fi, synthy, hip-hop. Yeah. Maybe Quantum and the Wizards, though. I'm thinking more like 80s glam rock. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd work. Yeah. Well, I guess that's it. Do you, that is uh, it. They're the ideas. All three. Maybe, actually, how many was that? Five, maybe. A couple of bonus ideas. A couple of bonus ideas. We'll try the boozy coffee solution and see what, see what it tastes like. We'll give you our review. I guess maybe watch out for that on Instagram, oh, On Instagram, NTAI podcast on Instagram. Yeah, and if you want to email, just add a at gmail.com to that. I would actually love for people to let me know their opinions on some of our ideas. And particularly, I just, I really need validation about the pre-buttered crackers because <laughs> this is a cause that I am passionate about. Maybe sending designs and art as well. I'll be up for yeah, that. Yeah, concept art. Like you said about the, the, the sloth. 
Yes, I'd love to see yeah. concept art for Marty the Sloth. And I was also thinking about concept art for Inside the Sandwich Museum. I'll mm. look into that this week. Maybe I'll draw some. Put them on the and Instagram. ideas for sandwiches. Oh, yes. Everyone's got their own idea for a sandwich, haven't they? Oh, wow. I'm looking forward to that the most. I am really distracted now thinking about my favourite sandwiches. Anyway, let's wrap this up because we've gone off on yet another tangent. Are we playing a theme tune to well, see that? Um, well, we've got a theme tune. We Oh, perhaps that's something we should address. Yeah. We filmed the first episode assuming that we would have no music, but then I found some cool royalty-free music. <laughs> so now for the first two episodes, not only is there royalty-free music in it, we also sing a theme tune. So we're probably going to drop the sing a theme tune thing now. Yeah, I think that's probably best Yeah, uh, because too. I've realised I'm not that good at improvising theme tunes. I liked the last one. I think you can hear it now, the theme <gasps> tune. Here it comes. Yeah. <gasps> oh, there it is. There it is. Bye, everybody. Just playing us out. Bye. 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 See you next week. <laughs>